guys. Welcome back to the show. We are joined by none other than one of the most recognizable faces in the sporting world, former boxing professional with an incredible 18-year career who has recently decided to hang up his gloves. Welcome to the show, Amir King Khan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I always watch you guys on Instagram. I always follow your pages. I think you guys are doing an amazing job. But yeah, 18 years in the game is in a sport of boxing, a very long time. Huge for us. Honestly, yeah. so finally we have you down at our studio. So I always used to like the page <laughs> and then I, I was speaking, so I don't know who I was speaking to on, on, on the page, uh, on my DMs. And then um, next week, I don't know how it all happened. It just happened so quick. Before I knew it, I mean, I'm sat here with you guys now. It's been back and forth. DMs work, by the way, guys. <laughs> From us to you, DMs work. Yeah, yeah. Of course. We finally have you down here. And of course, everyone knows what exactly your talents are. You know, like pew pew. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fighter. I'm a boxer. Obviously, boxing has been something that's been a very big part of my life. You know, I started at the age of eight. Yeah. And um, only started boxing because I was a very hyperactive kid. Very naughty, very like, yeah, honestly, like, I was, a little bit, I was a little bit bigger than I was. I was obese as well. So boxing, in a way, kept me in shape, took my, like, energy away from, like, negative things to put into positive things like boxing. Mm. And when my dad took me there, you see, people would think that if you're going to go into a boxing gym, it's only going to promote more fighting. But it did the opposite to me. Mm-hmm. It gives you discipline, you know, knowing not to fight outside, but only throw a punch in the gym. And um, from then, I moved and started winning national championships. Never, ever thought I'd get this far. Went to Olympics at the age of 17, being the youngest ever Olympic champion from the UK. And then turning professional and being one of the youngest world champions coming out of the UK. Not bad. So, yeah, not, not bad. bad. Not bad. Like, we have, good. like, the legend on the show, basically. Uh, thank you. And also, I've been to Ireland numerous times. Have you? Yes, which, so which part of Ireland were you in? I'm from South Waterford, beside Cork. Uh, oh, I've been Cork. Have you been to so, Cork? Boxing I Cork? Not know that. Cork, Dungarvan. Dungarvan is where I'm from. You no just have box in Dungarvan. So Dungarvan. They have a good small boxing community there. They have like a brilliant one. Lost friends. That's another so one, cool. Dunleary as well. Yeah, Dunleary. A, a box there as well. A nicer part of town. And then obviously then a, a Belfast and places like that. Yeah, You've been so. all over the world. I luckily, An yeah. 18 year career. That's just phenomenal. Um, and obviously you've just renounced, announced your retirement, yeah. which is big, big news. Massive what, news, what yeah. What brought that on? You know, um, I could feel like in the last fight, in the last couple of fights that I just didn't have it in me, you know. Uh, maybe I peaked too early in my career and I just want to spend more time with my family and my, and my kids and everyone, see them grow up. Yeah, uh, being away on training camps is hard. Uh, the body now is not coping with all the injuries I'm getting. Uh, it's very hard to um, you know, see at the top level. Uh, so obviously pushed it for such a long time, achieved what I wanted to achieve in the sport, you know, going to Olympics, winning world titles and everything. I think now it's time where I can rest and look back at my career and think that, wow, you know, it's been, it's been nice. Uh, mm-hmm. There's always a life after boxing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what is the life after boxing? Because you were saying you just want to take yeah. a sit back, chill, enjoy life. So what are your plans now? Well, the first for the first probably like couple of months, I just want to chill, do nothing. Uh-huh. I literally do nothing. Like forget about work, forget about doing anything. You're in a good place for that, by but, the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do, but, yeah. but to be honest with you, like I said this, but then I'm I'm just doing a TV show, massive TV show. It's called Meet the Cons. It's on BBC. And Meet the Cons is a show on BBC there, mm. which shows like me and the family, the kids, what we get up to. So we're on season two and they want to do a season three. So I, even though I keep saying I want to get away from work, I'm in the UK next week. I have to do TV work. I've got a couple of TV shows I've got. What's that like? So, so Meet the Cans, by the way, I've seen it. We see like an insight into like you and your wife and your lovely family. 
What was it like just like putting everything out there? Is that not scary? Did you, it is, but you, know you what? research by watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It is, but you know, we made sure, like we had three deals on the table. We had three different big channels from the UK who wanted to uh, do this. I don't know why they wanted it, but I mean, anyway, they come. But it's we picked BBC. It's so interesting because yeah. we it's know BBC. so much more about yeah. you and Pharrell. But, but I mean, people get to see the real side of us. Well, normally they see me around the fight time. Around the fight time, my mood's going to be a little bit different. I might come across very arrogant. I might come across like, you know, who, someone who's not li- as likable. But normally I'm just a normal, chill person. But it's just that when you have your opponent in front of you, who's going to be punching you in the face, you're not going to be so nice how, to him. How much of it is scripted for your reality show? Um, you know what? To That's be so honest with you, okay. To be honest with you, a lot of it is just real. As you go, you just... They just film you like it's like a fly on the wall. They're just there behind you filming everything. But what is scripted is that like they'll arrange a yacht, for example. Hey, we're going to go on a yacht today. Mm-hmm. That's going to, or we can take the kids out. We want you to do a, uh, maybe take them to the park or something. So that kind of stuff is scripted, but not like what you have to talk about. Or maybe sometimes they might sit down and say, listen, can you and your wife have a conversation about your last fight or what happened there? Uh, how was training camp? So then, you know, okay. so it's not really scripted and we have to say words that they put in our mouth. No, they tell us topics and we talk about them. Yeah. So the scenarios, are they scripted or no? Uh, like, some of them are, some are, some are not. Like uh, they'll be privy to some fights that you've had. So they'll yeah. be like, you know, they'll instigate. There's no instigation. There's never, no, that's the good thing about BBC who I went with. There was no instigation because I don't want no drama. Yeah. I've had enough drama in my life. I got punched in the face for a living, so I'm like, hell no. I just want to be very chilled and keep it very normal. And if people, like, just show the real side of us. There's no point adding this and adding that and having this, doing this fake. And, you know, because I thought people are not going to like me. Like, people like me for who I am. True. So that's the reason I want to keep it just me. So, like, good, normal. clean, family that's fun. It. But also, you're going back to I'm a celebrity? No, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I was only messing. What? <laughs> Is that happening? So you were obviously your favourite like so, a couple of years so ago. A couple of years and there was ago, an answer going back. So what happened was, um, I was only having a laugh with the media. I had a massive uh, <laughs> interview. And I was having a laugh with them and I kind of believed it. And I'm like, really? I mean, I would have really liked to go back in the jungle again, to be honest with you. Really? Them snakes, you spiders, oh. everything. Like, oh my God, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm sorry, you know what you I read? It. Well, I've read it, and right. uh, I read that you said it was the best thing you've ever done. As well, but it's hardest. media, no? No, no, it was the best thing you've ever done, and you could wait At that time, I needed it. I needed something to kind of show the real me, because a lot was going on in my life, and I was like, kind of, I didn't know how I was going to fight again. And me going in the jungle at that time was some uh, one of the best things I did, because I was left alone, had time to think for myself, where I want to be in life, and what I want to do next, whereas before that when I was out and about, people would tell me what to do. I've always been told what to do, mm-hmm. you know, but now, obviously, as you get older, when I spend that time alone on myself, with myself, I kind of thought, what do I want to do? What do I love to do? You but know, and, you know what's interesting is that, like, we read that as fact, yeah. and there was a couple of publications that published it, and it's about you going back to a reality show that you've done before, but that's just like a media spin, and yeah. people ran with it. How have exactly. you been in the public eye yeah. since you're a teenager? You know, you got married young, and you have this amazing family. How have you dealt with media spin? It's been tough. It's not been easy. I mean, look, they, there's always good they write about you. There's always bad they write about you. Um, but, you know, you just have to kind of just live with it, really. You know, it's just one of them things that comes with the package. Um, True. Look, uh, a lot of people like being in the media and stuff like that. I'm one of them very chill like, guys, like... I have to be told by my PR agent or my team, my, my, my team was saying to me that, look, 
you have to start tweeting a little bit more, Instagram and more. <laughs> I was like, no, look, I hate going on, like, I hate posting pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes I might post like five out in one day. Sometimes I might not post one in a month. You know, I'm not that That's type of guy. Like, I'm just one of them things. I just, I'm just like very chill like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, sometimes to be in the public eye as well because people expect so much from you. And they expect you to be a certain way. Yeah. But I'm normal like everyone else. And that's what people don't understand, really. And like I do, I, when I get in trouble with the media, if I do something wrong, if I, if I come to the media for the wrong things, you know, I'm still human. We all make mistakes, but we learn from them. You started in this industry so young, like one of the youngest ever world boxing champs. Yeah. But uh, it's changed. The whole game has changed since you've joined. And now what... Okay, so now for up-and-coming boxers, yeah. what are they walking into? Because it was very different to when you started. Yeah. See, now I think... I'm not saying it's easier because you still have... you got someone in front of you who wants to knock your head off by punching it off, you know? I think now, I think it's given... There's more opportunities out there for younger fighters. There's more boxing gyms out there. Like when I walked into the boxing gym at the first, when I when I was at the age of eight, I was the only British Pakistani fighter in there. I looked around me, there's all English white kids, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get beat up here. You know, they're all gonna beat me up. But you know what? I I mean, it, but they, they welcomed me in. That's one thing about sport that you know we 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 all come together as one. And um, so my, you know, if I want to give any. If anything to the youth out there, it would be like just work hard, train hard, believe in yourself. As long as you believe in yourself, you will go far. Mm-hmm. You know, the day you stop believing in yourself, you're not going to go anywhere. Believe in yourself. And look, we all have ups and downs in life. We all win fights, we lose fights. Even I've lost fights. But that doesn't mean you give up. That doesn't mean you you take that step back and think, I can't do it or think negative. Always think positive because, the you know, doors open up for you no matter what. Look, I've, I've lost fights and I thought, that's me done. But then I thought, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna keep on going still. And then another door opens for me. Another door opens for me. So as long as you work hard and you believe in yourself, you know the doors will keep opening. Well, we were gonna ask, did you ever doubt that it would get this far? Mm, see, I always believed in myself when I was young. When I started, I said, I'm gonna become a world champion. I remember seeing a young, an interview, an old interview of me saying that I'm gonna become a world champion. Really? And I, yeah, I'm gonna go to Olympics and win a and I win a world title. And that was when I was like 10 years old. Now, if, if someone put money on me them days, they would have killed it, you know yeah. what I mean? But no one, would, no one kind of took it serious, but I kind of took it serious to myself, you know. I had to kind of made it something that I'm going to do. And I, and I had a goal to chase. So I was chasing that goal to become an Olympic champion, to become a world champion. See, you need goals in life. You start chasing them, then you have a, you have a path to follow. And that's what I did. Amazing. So what are your thoughts on entertainment bouts? So everyone, I mean, like yeah. not everyone, a lot of people a now lot. are just like, what is happening to boxing? Like PewDiePie, uh, the YouTuber, he was... Logan Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. sorry, not PewDiePie, Logan Paul. <laughs> he was the one who uh, started entertaining, you know, just made it boom, mm, the whole mm. entertainment boxing scene. So what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, okay, so I think it could be very dangerous. Look, Logan Paul, he's a, he's a, he's a great person. I know him, we, we speak on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. He went up against Floyd Mayweather, one of the best fighters out there. I mean, look, I think there's, it's going to be, there's going to be, a time's going to come where one of the fighters is going to get hurt. And one of these young YouTubers who are going to come in saying that we can take on a professional fighter. So you have to understand these YouTubers, a lot of them have not fought before, never thrown a punch before, but they want to step into a boxing ring with a professional boxer. Now, I really think that one day someone's going to get hurt really badly. 
And I just hope that, you know, it never happens, but look, when you get pushed in the face and they are big, the big bombs going in mm. and one can connect. And so I don't really, yeah, I'm a little bit against that. Like, so I'm getting the vibe that you would not be a part of these entertainment bouts. Look, I've been asked many times, I've been asked many times to do this, do that, but I'm like, I'll only do like an exhibition fight with another professional fighter. Okay. For example, mm. who is probably on your level. Speaking of, is it true Floyd Mayweather asked you to no, fight? I was only having a joke there. Me and, Floyd, <laughs> me and Floyd were just chilling. Floyd's a nice guy. And he's here in Dubai, you're here in Dubai. Just yeah, sense. so we bumped into each other. And um, yeah, I mean, Floyd is... Can you believe it? Dubai's so small that everyone bumps into each other. Like, I mean, if you know the, the right people. people. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I was at the Monu Hotel just chilling normally. Like, just, I was uh, getting some food, took a walk... Because there was a football event happening over there with all these other footballers, you know, with all yeah. the John right. Terry and oh, okay. the, the, the big fo- football event. So as I'm walking out, seeing where my uh, seeing it, where my valet ticket was, I see bumping to Floyd. I go, Floyd, what's going on? The Floyd, hey, I'm here. How's it going? No way. I don't have to get my phone out now. He's like, yeah, man, get your phone out. You know, like an American accent. But what a nice gentleman <laughs> he is. Even though me and Floyd had our um, ups and downs and we were never we never got to fight each other. But, you know, end of the day, that respect's still there. I mean, Floyd... We have to respect what he's done and obviously he respects me for what I've done in the sport. And end of the day, it's a business. Uh, but then going back to the YouTuber fighting, I just think that if a boxer fights a YouTuber, the YouTuber could get badly hurt. Yeah. But then if it's more like um, maybe a boxer and a boxer that do an exhibition, then I think it's okay. But you just can't put someone in the ring who's never had that same kind of experience as a fighter has. So you're talking about injuries before this thing, like your body is just yeah. can't do injuries anymore. So tell us about, what, like, how yeah. many scars do you have? Oh, scars. So listen, you know, like so how old are you girls? How old are you physical? girls? 32. I'm okay. 24. Okay, so you're quite... So when I was 24, I never had injuries. I swear I can we'll get out of bed, go for a 10-mile run, and I'll be fine, no aches and pains. Now get out of the bed, obviously, I was 32, 33, 34, I'm 35. I get out of bed. It's all downhill from 30, guys. <laughs> from 30, go downhill. Listen, we have to, like, fall out of bed. We have to, like, get up and your back's gone. You think, what's happened here? What have I done last night? This is what happened last night. And um, You tell us. It hit me, it hit me in training camp this time. I started running and my knees started hurting me. And I'm thinking, why, is my, why are my knees hurting? I've run, I've run all my life in boxing, but... Running up the hill, my knees started hurting me, and then I had to go see the doctors. Then my back went, then my shoulder went, then my then top of my shoulder went, my rotator cuff went. I'm thinking, yo, I'm breaking I'm down. I need to probably call it a day. This is a wow. sign that is telling me to call it a day or something bad will happen. See, these are injuries that were coming, and they were leaving after a An week impact. or so. But then they were leaving after a week or so, so then I was okay. But then I thought, you know what? Then another injury would happen. So it's telling me, it's giving me that sign that them... 20 plus years of boxing is is telling me now to call it a day because you can't keep on fighting. I mean, look, your body is taking injuries and the the, the hard work that we put in, the hard training that we put in, is, it's not easy. It's like, it's solid. For I mean, sure. three, four sessions a day, um, literally like being pushed to the max. Heart is high. now, but I mean, it's a I can lot laugh at it now, but I wouldn't laugh at them. Trust me, I'm crying. It's, it must be insane, the amount of... Uh, just training and pressure that your body goes through. But yeah. was there any specific, any fight that sticks out to you where you were just so badly rattled and you're like, I don't know if I want to go back in that boxing ring? I think it was after the Canelo fight. Now, Canelo is one of the best fighters in the world and 
I was doing really well in that fight and obviously he hit me with a shot which I was knocked out in afterwards. I was knocked out from the shot he hit me with. And that was in Las Vegas. It was one of the biggest fights of my career. Obviously, I went up probably two, three weight categories to fight him. So he was, must have been around about 30, 30, 40 pounds heavier than me in the fight. But, you know, I went to challenge myself or sometimes after that fight like that, you think, wow, you know, I can't keep doing this. Like, I've got family, I've got, I've got life after boxing and I don't want to be one of them fighters who, you know, isn't there mentally and physically. Um, I want to be able to talk and have conversations with my kids and talk to people about my career instead of just, you know, not being right. So that kind of gave me a wake-up call. And then the, after that, I was very careful. I made sure I was fighting guys my own way, making sure I was making the right choices. Because, like, like, you, like we said, there's a life after boxing as well. And sometimes being too ballsy, being too, having too much heart could mm. get you in trouble as well. I think now is a good time to say that if people want to get the real tea and the real lowdown with you, you're going to have an evening on May 17th in Dubai. Correct. Um, yes. Which is going to be huge. And you can get tickets at www.thelaughterfactory.com. Yeah. We're going to play a little game in a second, but first, just give people a little eye-opener as to what that night's going to be about. So that night's going to be about um, spending a night... I'm well, not a night with Amelia Carlos. I mean, <laughs> spend, like the tickets prices yeah, will yeah. be a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's going to be an evening with us, and I'm going to be talking about my career. I'm going to give opportunities to the public to ask me questions about my career. There's going to be pictures, videos shown and stuff. Uh, and we're going to get really deep in my career, how I started and and then, you know, um, what made me box and obviously the down... See, the, the, we don't really talk about our f- uh, falls like when, when I got beat. We like to talk about them. I'm not one guy because I, wanna, I want people to learn from them, how to come back from stuff like that, you know. So, um, and there's a lot of people out there who are scared or they don't feel right talking about their losses. I'm not. God's been kind and I've had a brilliant career, a fantastic career. And I think I want to talk about everything with everyone and give them an insight of my life. So, Guys, fans, yeah. this is going to be amazing. It's like, be to amazing, actually be able yeah. to like, put a Q&A out to you about any question. It sounds like it's like a no-holes-barred night. It's going to be um, mad. May 17th, get your tickets. I think that's what I need, I think. I need one of them. Oh, sorry, June 17th. My bad, it's June 17th. June 17th, yeah. I think we need one of them buzzers right there. Cause well, we're bringing it, it in. If, 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 the questions, if the questions get a bit too hard, I have to press the buzzer and say, listen, leave me alone. <laughs> you, want to, you want to practice on this one? Is it, let me see. <laughs> That's what I need, yeah, good guys. No quick. You Next can take question. it. We have spares. <laughs> can I take it? <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we brought this on is we want to play a little game. Um, let's tell us if you're up for it. It's called What Gives Amir Khan the Ick? Yes. What? What gives Amir Khan what the ick? What grosses you ick. out? Have oh. you ever heard the term the ick? No, I'm not. Is that an Irish word? <laughs> I've um, heard that. Is it, is it an Irish language? Well, I th- it could be Irish. It sounds a bit Irish, but I feel like it's like gone beyond. So it means like something that like a turn off or it grosses okay. you out or it makes you feel uncomfortable. So yeah. what gives you the ick? <clears throat> what gives me the ick? Ooh, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Like for I mean, loud I, chewing. Huh? Loud, loud chewing, chewing yeah. beside like you. You hit that. You hit that. I don't like that. Besides, oh, that's everything. Do you mind? I don't mind. You know what? I'm quite easy. Like, you know, stuff like that. I just kind of. Oh, but that's not what we're going to ask. We're going to put you to the test with these ones. Are you? Yeah. Okay, go on. Let's go. Okay, so what makes a grown man cry? What makes a grown man cry? <laughs> Macho grown man. So cry. if it gives you the ick, if it makes you uncomfortable, go. Brr. 
Okay. Okay. If it doesn't give you the egg, then it's all good. Okay. Okay. So you're on. See, you know, I tell you one thing. Now, this is the honest truth. I'm not lying here. You know, I'm not cried for (laughs) for for, like literally forever. Really. Last time I cried was when I was. um, I remember the last time I cried was when I was 11 years old. I got beat in the finals of the. uh, uh, amateur boxing championships, national championships, which I should have won, but obviously I got beat. That's the last time I cried. Yeah, I'm oh not crying since then. Yeah. When you were 11, 11 was the last yeah. time you cried? Yeah, yeah. Can, you I just, cry? can I just ask if your wife ever cries in situations? Because I know like... Oh my God, so like, I always cries. You, and, I, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I'm a crier and, and uh, my partner, he's a bit of a cry, but if he wasn't, I'd be like, are you not upset? Yeah, do you not no, care no, as much yeah, as me? Yeah, you do get upset. You know, you do get upset, but I mean, sometimes you think it'd be nice to cry, you know, just have like... Have you seen Marley and Me? No. The movie? Oh, no. okay. Gonna, I, I think tonight you'll cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll send you some so, suggestions. Yeah, 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 some cheers but yeah, I've not cried for a very, very long time. I when don't know why that child, is. You do get upset. Obviously, were 11. Born? No, come on, man. Happy, happy tears. Not happy tears. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's, okay, so that's anyway. a breakdown. So if it's, if it's weird to you, if it makes you uncomfortable, just go. Okay, okay. If I, the if game is what gives Amir Khan the ick? The icks. Okay, starting with you are on a date. And uh, this woman that you're meeting for the very first time, she starts asking you about children on the first date. Are you okay with it? I'm okay with it. Like, it, like because it makes a conversation. Cleaning clogged drains. Like taking out yeah. all the hair. Oh the my god, I hate that. <laughs> we yes, got it. I hate that. that. I hate that. Yes, yes. Nice, nice. So. <clears throat> Skull tattoos. People Now, going tattoos. back to the uh, cleaning the hair Drink. thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I was on a uh, shower the other day, and for some reason, it's all getting filled up, and it's not going to be draining, and I'm thinking, what is going on? Obviously, just like a couple hours before that, like, the wife must have had a shower. All her hair, and I was go- I went mad. I said, oh, you need to get your hair. You need to, like, to make sure you clean it. Like, are you going bald or something? Like, that much hair is going into the body. No, it's the and water. And blocking everything. Is it, what is it? Because she blames the water. There's a water quality, so you can get a filter on Amazon. $5.99. No. There's, a, there's yeah. a water filter really? you can get that helps. Yeah, just as an FYI. Yeah, and it's getting really bad. And I was like thinking, what is going on? Is she going bald or something? Like, has she got a wig or something on? Yeah, anyway, yeah, sorry. So, I had to study that one because I was only a couple of days ago. It's the <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay, so the next one is skull tattoos. People who get tattoos on their head. On yeah. their head. See, it doesn't gross me out, but I, I, I don't like it. Would you get one? I would never get one now, no. so, yeah. But it, it, it doesn't gross me out, yeah. How about knuckle cracking? No. He's good with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the jungle and there are snakes, creepy crawlies, spiders, oh lizards, chameleons. Yeah, snakes. <laughs> lizards. <laughs> Snakes, I can't do. Like any other animal is okay. Like lizards are okay. On um, you? Spi- spiders. You know what? I was scared of spiders, but it's quite funny now because when I was I was in a taxi, they made they made a taxi thing, one of these um, games, and I remember this thing opening at the top and it let out spiders, but they weren't small, creepy, crawly spiders. These were like big, big, massive tarantulas. ones. Yeah, tarantulas. Yeah, tarantulas. But you know what? They seemed very abnormal. It didn't seem real because I was like, wow, like, like it just didn't seem real. That's why I didn't get creeped out by it because they was were quite big. No, they were real. Trust me, they were real. Because <laughs> they were they were moving, so yeah. lifelike. They But, were nearly yeah. too real. Where, yeah, exactly. Whereas when you get a small, creepy one, they're the ones that you're scared, like, scared of because they don't want to go anywhere. Like, you're like, ooh. Ooh. You know? 
but but the big one, like I'm thinking, he, he could be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in the jungle board, so yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that. But puke. snakes, I can't do snakes. No, not even hold them. Like you know, no, for those pictures. You know, I've done it once or twice, and that's been like a a, a snake which has been like literally like must have been out of it or something. But you know, yeah, I just don't, just don't like them. People who chew their toenails. Really? Yeah. Really? There are people who do that. People can like lick their too. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's no way. I feel like people can chew off like, their toenails. Okay, okay. I've seen flexible kid, people. I, I, listen, I've seen kids do that. Like like my little boy. Like he's like um, maybe kids. He's like one, two, and he'll like, just bite okay. his feet. Like, but, the kids. but yeah, it's quite cute to him doing kids that. Kids fine. Adults talking. Adults. <laughs> I don't know. But uh okay, so the next one's kids soiling the sheets. You know, when they're like when you, you and the wife are sleeping and the kids come and sleep between you guys and then the next morning you wake up and it's like dirty with just everything because they've soiled oh, it. Oh yeah, that's worse. That's yeah, I do, I hate that. And then it's happened to me as well. I'm sure. And you yeah. had to clean it? No, no. <laughs> I've been looking at the wife's cleaner. See, the wife is quite good like that. She's like a proper mother. Yeah. And she's good with the kids. Like, she'll make sure that she gets a cleaning. She'll take them for baths and showers and everything. And Whereas me, I'm like just a breadwinner, I call it. I have to go and the money and uh, do everything. Or I'm here, do this, do that. She, she'll just tell me all the manly things. But um, to be honest with you, with the kids, she's really good with the kids. Like, she's. I wish she was like that with me. Like taking care of me, but she doesn't take care of me. She says I'm like, well, I'm not. I mean, she kids, take, but... takes care of you by taking care of the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. So that takes a lot of pressure off me because I have to worry about them. You know, everything's been done. But like, um, see, in Dubai, it gets a little bit easier because you've got a lot of help over here, yeah. which is amazing. But in the UK, we had nothing like that. So like, I she'd be waking up at like seven o'clock, getting the kids to school, and obviously I used to be sleeping. <laughs> obviously she knows that normally I'm up at six to do my runs and stuff so she thought like look I'm gonna leave Amir to it let, let him rest because he normally when he's in training camp he never rests so let him have his little bit of sleep so she's good like that with me you know so at least we we play off each other that's um, really good I think we leave it there I think we leave it on that positive note first from soiling sheets to an amazing tribute to my wife who's good to you <laughs> she's good to me yeah exactly because look but in life we get punched in the head for a living and Normally, <laughs> I get told off all the time, do this, do this. How many presses have you done? I've, got, I've done 10, do another 10. So it's always nice to have a good wife at home who kind of makes you feel a little bit loved. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Sounds like a beautiful equation. A beautiful equation. Amir Khan, that has been absolutely phenomenal. If people Thank want you. to see you up close and personal, June 17th, get your tickets at thelaughterfactory.com. It has been an absolute host your star. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks, much. Thanks, shaking hands. Thank you so much. Guys, that is it from Oscar. Bye from me. Goodbye from me.